Welcome into Jags AM. We're on location today. We love a field trip. I'm Kainani Stevens, Brian Sexton, John Ozier with me. We're now in Park, Michigan for joint practice with the Lions. I'm a big fan of Lions practice. I feel like you always can get a little something out of not going up against your own team. Yeah, no doubt. And as, as Brian, you know, it's nice to wake up yeah. and not feel like you're already sweating. Uh, the sweat's starting to come in because it is getting warmer. Uh, a lot of good matchups to talk about today. And we had a, an opportunity to visit with Mark Brunel, who everyone who's watching knows, who's up here as the quarterback's coach, and get some insight. And um, they're excited. We're excited. You know, two teams that led the league in terms of year-over-year wins, both the Jaguars and Lions, won six more games in 2022 than they did in 2021. So both teams are being looked at as up-and-comers which makes it a fun day. Absolutely. Let's get into our big things. We're going to start off with one versus one because the ones are going against the ones, and for once it's not against their own team, right? The Lions and the Jaguars are going to do some joint practices. They just started, so they're going to do some of these team drills against each other, and it's nice to see exactly how your team is going to stack up. John, can you just kind of explain how it's a little bit different than what we see on the day-to-day? Well, it's because you're not only getting ones versus ones, meaning they get the opportunity. There's very little work for the backups, and you're getting more extended time for the ones uh, versus the ones because there's just more time to do it. Uh, that wasn't a very great explanation, but I think no. somewhere in there is an explanation. Also, it's different from the preseason game because the coaches can say, hey, we want to get X number of red zone, X number of short yardage. They can control the environment and control what they get a chance to work on. Doug Peterson told us in our preseason television production meeting last Friday in Fort Worth, that these reps are more valuable than the reps that he could get them in a preseason game because they stack them. Let me give you one that I'm looking for, and it's not necessarily a one, though I think anybody who's watched Antonio Johnson this year realize he's coming hard and fast. I mean, this is a very talented young safety. Why he was available in the fifth round, from, we just don't know. But look, there's two guys he's going to get a matchup against. Jameer Gibbs, who Mark Brunell was telling us is amazing in space, right? And the tight end, Sam Laporta, who is a shifty, very difficult to cover tight end. Well, those are two positions that over the course of the year, he's going to have to be able to account for. Great, right? All three rookies. Let's see how he handles two guys who are very highly thought of by the Lions and, by the way, by the Jaguar staff. John, any specific matchups you're looking at, or are you just excited to kind of see how the Jags match up in general? Well, I think you have to watch Aiden Hutchinson versus Anton Harrison, Walker Little, whoever he matches up against. He's a natural pass rusher who can do it. And it's always good for somebody like Anton Harrison, who hasn't had very many NFL live reps, to get them against somebody he hasn't seen. It's, it's uh, the more you have seen going into your season, the better for Anton Harrison. And another high pick as well on Aiden Hutchinson, as we know. And I think also we didn't mention, but some of the wide receivers going up against our DBs are going to be interesting. Marvin Jones Jr. that we're familiar with. And, of course, um, Amon Rasee Brown, who has that boomer bust ability. Yeah. So you have to imagine for Tyson Campbell that'll be a good matchup. And, too. and Jamison Williams, who, again, Brunel was saying, is as fast as he has seen. I mean, the guy can just flat out run. So a lot of these younger defensive backs are going to have their hands full keeping up with that speed today. It'll be really good reps for them. And I guess... My guess is you will see them try to get some of the younger guys in during those one-versus-ones times. They're not really ones, but I think the coaching staff wants to see some of this third, fourth, fifth corner against really good players. So you might see Tyson and Darius Williams come out a little bit, yeah. whereas some of the other normal starters may not. Big thing number two is going to be feeling the heat. Now, you can take that two ways because they're not feeling the heat because we're not in Jacksonville right now, which is a little bit of a nice break, I would assume. Doug Peterson talked a little bit about yeah. just kind of getting the team some 
chill time away where, you know, we're not in the beating sun in the middle of the day in Florida. Um, and then also feeling the heat because, you know, some of these bubble guys or maybe they didn't show out in that first game the way they wanted to. The pressure's on a little bit because we're getting into that section where you need to really show what you have if you want to make this team if you're on the edge. Brian, what do you look for in terms of just whether it's in a game or not, what you need to see? Well, cut down day is two weeks from today, right? So you can count the number of practices, the number of games, and then these guys who are sitting at the bottom of the roster – Kai are looking at the number of reps they're going to get. I mean, you can count them, right? These guys know I only have 27 or 35 more opportunities, and they better be good to overcome any that I made mistake-wise in the game against the Cowboys. So, yeah, the heat's on. These guys know that every rep counts. Because let's be honest, John, from 1 to 53, you can probably put 47 spots yep. in place and know the roster. There's only a handful of jobs, and these guys are going back to their hotel rooms tonight and calling home and saying, I did great today, I feel good, or pray for me, I didn't have a good day, I need to have a good day tomorrow. And that could become even more important Saturday because I think the first team guys are going to get most of the reps. So the second and third team guys, it feels like Saturday is going to be a big opportunity for them. All right, and our third big thing is would you rather. There's an article in The Athletic actually right now that uh, would you rather comparison piece of the Lions and the Jaguars? We mentioned there were in similar situations, right? Picking the top of the draft two years ago, having a comeback, you know, maybe better season than most people expected, and then now there's high expectations. Both are, you know, expected if not favored to win their divisions. But which would you rather be? I think I know which side you guys are going to err on, but there is an argument I assume to be made for the Lions as well. I guess. Uh Trevor Lawrence. Yes, yeah, I know. I w I, that's the trump card. I'm aware. Yeah. It's just, I think it's situational, right? Because you look at the division, maybe, I mean, the NFC North is kind of whatever Minnesota is going to be, but the other two are kind of out of it at this point. So maybe that. Well, again, the conversation that we had with Brunel this morning, he, he likes Dan Campbell, thinks they've got a good staff, likes the ownership, the situation here with a revived team and the facilities they have. Their salary cap is healthy. They've got a talented squad but they don't necessarily have their guy at quarterback. And in Jacksonville, all of those things are in place, plus Trevor Lawrence. I read the article, too, and I got to the end, and I'm like, man, so like 20,000 words, and the guy didn't even tell me what he thought? Right. I thought, I think Jaguars are better set up because of Trevor Lawrence. Is Trevor not practicing today? I mean, <laughs> I think we all know what we something think. something happened that I don't know I about? just thought it was interesting. <laughs> I think we all know. We know what the answer is. All right, stay with us. Coming up, we're going to talk about the 53, some people we have our eyes on that are looking to get on this final 53-man roster. But until then, we're live from joint practice training camp in Allen Park, Michigan. We'll be right back. Price.com is the easiest way to save money with comparison shopping, cashback, coupons, all in one. It's free. Try Price.com today. Welcome back to Jags AM, presented by Jet Home Loans. We are on location. We're on a field trip, whatever you want to call it. We're in Allen Park, Michigan, joint practice with the Lions. We're going to talk over the 53. This is a segment we do where we talk about either people on the bubble of the roster or people that need to do really well in camp if they want to have a successful um, you know, showing. So who's someone that you guys are looking at that's kind of on the edge right now? Seth Williams. I'm going with Seth. Uh, 6'2", 210 pounds, talented wide receiver who made two big third down catches. Last week in Dallas, um, you know, we're talking about that sixth receiving spot, and he's the guy who separated himself. I know uh, Harris and Cooks and Jerry Jenkins all made plays as well, but Williams is a guy who can contribute on special teams, and if you're going to be that sixth guy and you're going to be active on game day, you've got to contribute on teams. And from my understanding, he's ahead in that category. Seth Williams has been really impressive. Well, I went with Jacob Harris uh, for much the same reason. 
they don't really have a throw-it-up-and-go-get-it guy on this receiving core right now. Uh, Jacob Harris is uh, 6'5", I think he's 210, big guy. So, uh, to me, I don't think he'll make the team because I think the numbers will work against him. I do wonder if at some point during the regular season they wish they had a guy like him. I also think he'll definitely be in the NFL somewhere. He was a third-round pick by the Rams. Yeah. He can play. He had a really bad injury when he was a rookie. He's going to catch on somewhere, and he's a guy to me that when they're when they're talking about guys that they're going to be tough decisions and that they know they're going to cut good players, he may be top of the list. And both of these guys that we've talked about and the guy that you're going to talk about have all made plays consistently yep. on the practice field. Every day. It's not like they were just flashes. These are guys that are going to try to get through to the practice squad, or if they don't think they can, maybe they can flip them to a team that's receiver needy for a late-round pick. They're so loaded at the wide receiver position. That's why we're keeping this all wide receiver position. We feel like those first five spots are locked up. I think we moved Parker Washington into that five spot, at least on my list. So the sixth spot is what we're looking at. And as you mentioned, special teams are going to be huge. That's why I picked Tim Jones for mine, just because I feel like he's been here. He's contributed on special teams before, and they know what he's capable of doing. And we saw him doing that in the first preseason game against Dallas. And I think, unfortunately, that's what it's going to come down to. If you had an extra spot, maybe you get one of the the taller wide receivers and fill that role that you don't have. But I don't know if they have space for it right now. You might try and sneak somebody onto the practice squad. But as we mentioned, it's a very deep position group. So a lot of these people are going to get picked up by somebody else. And you know, John, it's not every year that they keep four tight ends. But when you look at that room, they're going to keep all four of those guys. So it's not like you could even have a seventh receiver and three tight ends or, you know, three running backs. The numbers just don't work for it based on the other position groups. I think Tim Jones makes the team, and I think he's going to be, if he doesn't, he might be their toughest cut because they love him. Absolutely. All right, stay with us, guys. We're going to come back, get some Ozone mailbag questions with the wise John Osier, and then we'll get you some more details about joint practice. Fields Auto Group Jacksonville. Step up to luxury. FieldsAuto.com. We are live in Allen Park, Michigan for Jags AM on this Wednesday. Things are heating up a little, but it's still nowhere near Jacksonville, so still a little bit comfy. John, I know you enjoy this environment and of course we want your wisdom as we got a couple ozone mailbag questions as the viewers always have my wisdom you, you shall receive oh you're <laughs> so are, gracious to oh, us. You, why are you kissing up to him we're going to start off with zingus from duval great love this it seems to have been a while since a jaguars defender outplayed his contract or draft position do you have any candidates for this year to break out well, i'm hoping for cisco sorry uh, yeah as this uh, reader noted we cut the question down for space um Devon Hamilton's starting to do that. Oh, yeah. First of all, Roy Robertson Harrison, maybe a little bit. Uh, he got a new deal this year. Yeah, yeah, and outplayed the one that he originally signed. Uh, Cisco's a good choice for this. Uh, but since the reader mentioned this, I'll go ahead and say maybe, maybe Yasir Abdullah, uh, who I mean, kind of on this week. I don't know if he was asking about rookies per se, but Yasir seems like a guy that can get you four or five sacks, that can get you impact. Uh, Cisco's the best choice because as a third-round pick, you feel like he's got a chance to be a real breakout guy, Brian. So I'd go with either of those two. You probably have somebody else. Uh, no, I mean, I think you're absolutely right on Cisco because I think from that Kansas City game in the regular season on, he was a real force, and offenses had to know where number five was. So I think he's the, the perfect choice. And Abdullah, you could say, so far, just Antonio Johnson, right? Sure. Two guys, it's like, what were they doing available so late because clearly – they're playmakers. Well, they're there that late because Scout said Abdullah's too short. I don't know what the story is with Johnson. He has freakish physical abilities. And when you watch that kid, you're like, they can't, they're going to have to find a way to get him on the field. 
He's too good. Yeah, I wonder how is the only reason I didn't choose him. You wonder where they can find a role for him. You know where they're going to find a role for Abdullah, yeah. a, a role for Abdullah on third down, guy. Lots of young options, as we've been talking about, especially showing out in those preseason games. And then our other final question for you from Ozone today is from Michael from Orange Park, Florida. He says, what makes you so sure that the Jaguars will be good this season? Well, I chose this question because after a preseason game, everybody I don't know, kind of nitpicks. And, oh, they didn't do this, they didn't do this. Trevor had an interception, or I didn't like this from the defense. I think it's important right, out, right now to remember the big picture, and that's that you know, they're going to be better because you have any, any thought that the offense isn't going to be good, Ryan. No. So, no. The defense, I don't think minimum they're going to be as good as last year to me because they bring everybody back. Call was going to be better. So I think rather than focus on every little thing that worries you, remember Trevor's doing this. The offense should continue to do this. I don't know what their record will be after five games. But they feel to me like a team that's going to be in ascension throughout the whole regular season. So I don't doubt they're going to be good. Let's use this as a reminder. Preseason games are rarely game planned. They right. didn't have a game plan for that one last week. They're going in looking at players and situational matchups and how guys play next to each other in the lines. You, you cannot... Making sure you get guys reps. That's yes. right. It, it, it has nothing to do with how they're going to play in the regular season. In fact, it's a far cry from when they game plan and the way they're going to play because they don't want to show anybody right. anything. Preseason games, ladies and gentlemen, are about evaluation, not about the big picture. So my feeling of why they're going to be good, uh, number 16 right. is a really big reason why. Oh, and zero gives more room in the passing game, and this whole thing is about spacing for guys to make plays. They've got those guys. Everybody else. All right, stay with us. We'll have a preview of this joint practice today and we'll let you know what's coming up. Jags fans, if you want customized Jaguars furniture for your home, you can check out zipcar.com, zipchair.com to browse all customizable options. Zipchair is furniture for fans. Guys, we're out here at joint practice, Allen Park, Michigan. Today's probably uh, their full pads today, so it'll be maybe a little more physical than what we might see tomorrow. But is there any drills or anything in particular you look forward to when there's joint practice? I think mainly uh, a Brian 11 on 11. You just want to see how these guys fare against each other when uh, they're put in a position to make plays against an opponent. And in I, general, but that's what it is. You're absolutely right. And I'm going to go more specific than that. You can't get away from the Trayvon Walker, Aiden Hutchinson sure. comparison, mm -hmm. obviously. It was one of the first questions asked to Doug in his news conference by a Detroit reporter today. Hutchinson was a proven pass rusher. He had a big season last year. We knew Trayvon was going to have to work to evolve as a pass rusher. And let's see how he does today. We'll have a ton to bring you tomorrow. Jagzam will be live out here tomorrow again at joint practice, and we're going to head out now and get all the details for you to share with you. So we'll see you then.